my Uncle Jerry talking about his good friend Charlie Rapp on the way to his visitation. DaleWileyShow.com First thing I would say, he along with Jack Fugit are the two most honest people I've ever known. Wow, that's yeah. cool. And Fugit is still there. Jack's still there. And, uh, I remember Charlie, always quiet. He was a year behind me. Right. And he was a year ahead of your dad when when they started. Your right. dad jumped, you know, from the seventh right. to the ninth grade and, yes. and joined with him and graduated the same year. But uh, Charlie was a quiet guy. He lived out in the country uh, on the farm. He never participated in any of the sports that I know of, and of course we were always a part of whatever the sport was—baseball, sure. base, softball, uh, even track and right. and basketball, of course, at Hurley. No, no football. Right. <laughs> but Charlie was out there, and he wasn't the only one. These guys that lived out eight and nine miles out in the country, and he was. Uh, they didn't have a way to get home after, if you wanted practice, you know, right. after school. And that was probably the, the first, probably the main reason he just never got involved. Besides that, uh, you know, the family's farm was their income, I think. I don't remember his dad or his mom ever working anywhere. They might have, but I, I didn't know. Uh, that was their income, so Charlie was helping with the farm. Tell me about the cashiers. Well, it evolved kind of slowly. Okay. Uh, what the last days of school at Hurley, the last days of the school year, often if everyone had taken the test, and grades were pretty well established by the kid, kids, if they were un under control, could do just about anything you wanted to the last two or three days. Okay. You remember that? Uh, sure. Yeah. We could do just about anything. Well, within the school, <laughs> within the limits. And the first time that I remember Charlie playing the guitar was, I think it was my junior year. That would have been fifth sophomore year. That would have been 1956. Okay. 1956, uh, because Heartbreak Hotel had hit it really big. Right. Yes. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I got the, the year. The year was right, 56. Yeah. I know. And I think that was the time that uh, I had the guitar and I just started learning the chords. Right. And I brought them to school, and we got in one of the little rooms with several of the kids there and uh, I think Charlie borrowed the guitar and started playing some of the Johnny Cash the early early Johnny Cash stuff right and uh, of course we liked it a yeah. whole lot and from there it it took a while we we had talked about it. Charlie had gotten a, he had another had a guitar with uh, non-electric uh, 
just uh, a Sears Silvertone, I think, okay. F-hole guitar. And sooner or later, maybe it was the next day, maybe there were a couple of days in my home. My memory isn't exactly clear that Charlie might have, I think that's what happened, that Charlie brought the guitar, his guitar in, right. and I had mine. And what we would do, I could do real basic chords. Charlie was already, he already knew new chords and could play them, and he, everything was by ear for them. And the kids were singing the latest songs, whether it was uh, Elvis and Chuck Berry, uh, Bill Haley, uh, some of the other. Look at the, I have to look at, at the top 40, top 50 hits about that time because that's what the kids, all, most of them knew the words, and they'd, they'd be singing. And Charlie and I were backing them up, and then Charlie and I. Kinda, we just got interested in getting together sometime. Now, I can't remember. It, it had to be within a few months, maybe a couple, couple or three months. I, I'm not real sure about that. When Bob, Bob was, he knew all the Johnny Cash songs. I did, and I don't know when Jimmy Lee had learned to play the guitar. And so Jimmy. I don't remember him joining in those times. No, he was playing, but he liked more uh, uh, religious songs. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, he he, you know, he was going to he was studying to be a minister, and he ended up he he really he he stayed with us a while as we played some of the old country songs, but he thought after a while he had decided that. Some of those, some of the lyrics probably weren't <laughs> proper for, especially a conservative Baptist minister. Right. And uh, so he opted out. But the first time we ever played, Jim, Jimmy was still there. It, it, and Charlie, we got together. I'm sure they were all Johnny Cash songs, and we performed in between acts of the junior or senior play. Now, okay. that's something that I'm, I can't pin that down, whether it was the junior play. Every year, the juniors presented a play and the seniors presented a play, a three-act play. And we performed in between the acts. Yeah. And that first time we performed, we just had that microphone public address system was awful. You might as well not have had one in that old Hurley gym. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but we, we played at Charlie, when it was time to play the instrumentally, he would just get up close to the mic. Yes. And, and, and do his thing with the, with the Johnny Cash, like Folsom Prison. Right. I walked the line. He, he, he just got up real close. That's the way we did it the first time. Somewhere along the line, Charlie decided he got a, a pickup that was attached to his guitar. And then we went, I think, we went together and helped. He might have had an amplifier already or got one. 
but later we went together, and that's the one you see in the, the picture. Yeah. That has he he actually painted cashiers on, on that. <laughs> uh, and then the second performance, that first one must have been for the junior or senior play in '57 and '58. We did the same same thing. We we performed between acts of one of the plays, junior or senior play. And we had a few more songs by that time. And we had, Charlie had the, an electric guitar, really? you know, <laughs> supposedly. And, uh, and it, now, as a side, your dad was the star of the show. Right. <laughs> he, he hadn't learned to play yet. He wasn't playing yet. But, uh, I think he'd already. You'd, I think he'd already written that. Johnny's not here. Where'd he go? Yeah. <laughs> and we did that, and the hurly girl, hurly girls were screaming. <laughs> DaleWileyShow.com. Because there was something in the water in Springfield, Missouri. Hey, don't forget oh. me. I'm Brenda Lee, and we're all gonna have fun tonight on Ozark Jubilee. There you go. Missouri Music Podcast, hosted by music fan and the founder of Slewfoot Records, Mr. Dale Wiley. <laughs> okay, I had just started uh, my solo career, and there was a big article in the newspaper, and Johnny called me, and ABC said, uh, we want you to come on, uh, play, do a show for us at Prender Valley. So I did. Then next day they offered me to be a regular at seven shows or on the premiere with Bob Dylan and him. I right. said, well, I'm going to start a new career. Why not? If I, if I can't stand with the big boys and girls, I shouldn't be trying. That's <laughs> the biggest the boys career. and the biggest girls, no doubt about it. That was oh, And I stood. I stood my ground. You know what I mean? Definitely. It was the best decision I ever made. In my career. <laughs> yes. Uh, what Johnny was Johnny Mitchell like? Oh, what a sweetheart. She even wrote on for me, about me. <laughs> she was adorable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I was just, I guess they knew who I was through my skin does, but this was my first thing with the velvet suits and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Did you know Dylan before that, or was that when you first No, met I'd never met Dylan before, no. Okay. I knew Cash since 1955. Okay. We've been friends, you know, and Rush right. and Doug had toured with them, but I didn't yeah. know Dylan. Uh, <laughs> Tell me about him. What was he like? Oh, he was great. He's so shy. Him and I just played. As a matter of fact, he 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 went to the hotel. He asked me, he said, should, man, he said, I don't know. He said, you guys have dressed up a lot, and he was just in his jeans and stuff. I said, well, what's wrong with that? She said, well, he said, you got in his velvet 
We went to my hotel room. He tried every damn velvet. Pretty soon I said, Bob, I've never met you to, just till this week, but why don't you just go on at Bob Dylan? DaleWileyShow.com Once again, Travis Hughes on this beautiful Friday evening. DaleWileyShow.com How are you this week? Okay. That's very good. I have to ask you, I get a lot of friend requests from you. Are you, does it, what's going on with your account? Uh, I, I don't know. Okay. But I should ignore them or should I accept them? Accept it. Okay. So you should have multiple accounts and they're all you. Yeah, and I don't know how to fix it. Okay. Well, let's see what we can do about helping you with that. Do you think that would be a good thing for some of our friends to help you with? Yeah. Okay, you'd like that. Well, that's wonderful. So what do you know this week? What's something you can tell us? Oh, just keep my prayers going for America and keep looking up to Jesus until he comes. Well, that sounds great, and I thank you so very much, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. All right, man. Talk to you later. Bye. DaleWileyShow.com.